talking. I think this is all just about that, uh, the, the the gay mayor scandal. I think that's everything. The that, what? You know, the gay mayor, surely you've heard about this, where, and because now he's running against, is he maybe trying to run for Senate in Massachusetts <laughs> against someone who's been there for 40 years? I always forget the details. Um, but the, the gay, there's a gay mayor. He was like the gay mayor at 29 or something. Um, very young. He might have been, actually might have been at 19 that he became the gay mayor of a, of a town in like outside of Boston. I, the, the details could all be wrong. Um, and then recently there's been this scandal where he was accused of sexual misconduct because he was dating, you know, like using Grindr or whatever. He was dating, um, young gay men i mean he's also young but um and they were saying like one that as mayor that's inherent that's like uh, sexual harassment or like that he has a power over them and also he like i think once a week taught classes at a university uh, starting at 25 and so that some of the people he's hooking up with were like students not of his but like who also went to the university so the idea is like you're the pro- you're a professor at their college and or the mayor of their town and so it's like so he's not supposed to hook up with anyone like yeah, that sounds fucking stupid. Well, also, like, that sounds like some straight people who don't know how gay world works. Like, totally. large age gaps in relationships are just kind of par for the course. And a lot of this wasn't even large age gaps because he was so young, too. You know, so it's yeah, like... Well, then fuck you, dude. Like, well, he's a young gay dude wanting to fuck people. Yeah. Those, like, fuck dudes. Yeah. And, and college professors fucking their students is nothing new and is not wrong as long as they're not your student, yeah. like, while they're in class with and you. he was, like, barely... A pro- okay, but also, yeah, it turns out that... Because it's uh, people were basically already kind of coming to that conclusion, and I think they were trying to market that to like the, the straight community, like look at this, and and drawing these false comparisons. But also, it turns out that two of the people who then they tried to they tried to suggest there's two people who tried to suggest that he actually did coerce them using power to like to do sex stuff with him. But it turns out that they were lying completely. They made it up because they were trying to get. They thought that this would get them hired by the campaign of the other guy if they just created this. I mean, really, just what like a disgusting, weird, bags. dumb 2020 situation. They're but trying to stir up shit so that another campaign. What they fucking did that. pieces of shit? Yeah, exactly. They did that like um, backwards B on her face slash. Yeah. What's the guy with the weird name who pretended, you know, like one of these fake stories and they thought that they would get hired as as campaign people you know i i know we're not supposed to i mean legally we're not supposed to like tell people to go kill themselves or wish death upon people but there are just some people when i hear about them that elicit a response in me that makes me wish perhaps they didn't I hope exist your anymore. genes don't get passed on yeah. one way or another and again all like of the this, fact that that was an inclination in right. you what a fucking piece That's of disgusting shit. chaotic evil um yeah, or lawful evil, even I don't know, but um, but these, but again, this is all like I get I'm fuzzy on the details, and it's a lot of hearsay because I can't click on these articles right now because the internet won't work. But um, that's it. that's the understanding I have of the story. And this, so this uh, this gay mayor, there's been some scandal, but if anything, hopefully it'll just wind up helping his campaign. Because my thing is, because he again he's he's running against like an incumbent who's been there. I think this is the right story that he's been an incumbent who's been there for 40 years. And my thing is like right now. Um, you know, we, we've Congress's approval rating and stuff has been so low for so long that, you know, it's wild to me that incumbents are still getting the advantage. Our, we are, our, our hearts should be leaning toward 
um, the non-incumbents more often, yeah. you know, our default should be like, okay, well, these losers haven't done a good job. Let's try some new people out um, instead of our, our hearts leaning toward, well, we better just go with the people who've also, been there like, for 40 years. I, I trust like a young using grinder mayor infinitely more than I trust anybody that's been in Congress for 40 years. Exactly. You have better po- interpersonal political skills navigating grinder than you do <laughs> from navigating Congress. Yeah, that should be part of your resume and from grinder to community building to mayor to whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a uh, man of the people, right? right. Like He's probably Grindr meeting really and talking is, to a lot more people yeah. with a lot more diversity than this 40-year dude is. Grinder's pretty fucking democratizing. Yeah, exactly. So... That's where we should be looking for our uh, political candidates is on grinder. Active, active grinder users, guaranteed. I mean, almost all of them are going to be hooking up with and therefore having at least some amount of interaction with people across all kinds of demographics. So, yeah, inherently, if, if you've been in Congress anyway for 40 Unless years, you're, you're fucking old and you just you probably don't care really about the future of yeah. y- young people or our world. You know, it's just harder for you to be incentivized to care about. Um, the future and the young. Yeah. So, and we also, I guess, should put an asterisk next to like Grinder being democratizing and shit and engaging with a diverse group of people because like a lot of people in Grinder are fucking bigoted as hell and closeted as hell yeah. and like it's not you know the They're liberal maybe, yeah. like fairy tale land that we just made it out to be, but it can be and it oftentimes is if you're different cool people and chill. using it yeah. different ways. Yeah. But even then, at least at least then he's having contact with like a broader range of the political spectrum than right. like this forty-year incumbent is. Exactly. At least he's like. <laughs> Dealing with like you know closeted conservative like right. fuckers like where a they true are diversity of opinion yeah. that he's encountering uh, you know exactly. This is the Gender Fluids podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. I've had like a pretty interesting girl experience for the first time. I mean, it's technically not a girl experience because, you know... I know lots of men get their nails done also and like people of all types get their nails done. But for Uh me, traditionally like girl experience and it's one that I haven't, I've I've never gotten my nails done before professionally Mm -hmm. until now, 28. (laughs) Um, And it was wild because we like, we like made an appointment with like this like small nail place here in town where we live. It's a, we're outside of Austin, so it's not crowded. Right. And we were the only people in there. So it was nice. Um, but I was I was excited because I've always wanted to get my nails done. I've never like just put the time in and was always worried about like going in and like what that experience would be like and shit like that. Yeah, it's um, easier to find like a queer or queer friendly hair place than it is like to be like, where can I get my nails done? Where it's yeah. not going to be weird. Yeah, and and so like um, it was great. I had a lovely time. I have cute purple 
fake nails now that I love. Fake? Yeah, mm-hmm. purple sparkly fake nails. Yeah, my nails don't grow long very well. Uh-huh. Um, or I've never really tried, but I think they're a little flimsy. I'm not sure. You just clip them after? I mean, I keep my nails clipped to the quick, right? like yeah, all the way down. Yeah, I can't stand you know, I, yeah, having I don't, nails. I don't like having stuff I underneath it. I like looking it. at nails. <laughs> yeah. And like, and you know, I'm fucking queer as shit. So like I finger fuck a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that seems, but here's the thing is like, you know, I, as I was sitting there and she was like, how long do you want them? I was like, well, can I get them this length and like show the length? And she was like, yeah, sure. I was like, except can I get these, these two, two fingers <laughs> really short, <laughs> like as short as you can make them. And she was like, Oh, normalize you- different nail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was like, do you want them all that way? I was like, no, 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 just, just these two. She was like, Oh, do you, uh, I'm like an artist, and she was like, she was like, "Do you play guitar?" I was like, "Yes, uh-huh. yeah, I play bass." And these are the two fingers That's I use I to like call. play bass with. I, you know, yeah, I do a lot of fingering. Yeah, a lot, lot of finger work. Yeah, <laughs> and so she was like, "Okay." And so she like goes through and puts the fake nails on. You know, they're super long when they first get put on, and then they clip them back to like whatever length you want. So you, yeah, you can have you know whatever length. But like, um, so she clips them all back and puts them at a level. And I'm like, actually, do you? Do you mind shortening those two just a little bit more? Did you just do your dominant hand? Yeah. And which fingers are you doing? Index or like? Index and pointer. That's so interesting because I'm a real believer in bowling ball, not. So I'm a bowling baller. uh, I mean, if I were going to pick two, obviously all the fingers. But it's like, but like for me, it's like the the bowling ball, like your middle finger and your ring finger. I like for like exterior kind of play, like clip play and shit Uh like that. Like I have better dexterity with those two fingers. And then, but like, not. for, like, penetrative fingering, like, I feel like I can get more forearm action. And, like, I have a better I have a better line and a deeper penetration with these two fingers, with That's my pointer finger, my middle finger, because I, I can bend my ring finger all the way back so you can get straight up to my hand. As opposed to these two, it's, it's I can't, like, fuck as easily with, like, my middle two fingers, like... Uh, that's just with the, just with the, like the way my fingers bend. You're saying you can bring your ring finger back further than your yeah. index. That, I, I say oh, I have the opposite, so maybe that's why I feel differently. I can get my index finger way further back if I tr- I can barely get my ring finger back. Yeah, see, like I can wow, I can okay. like fold my fingers flat, so that's why I pick those two because like and, and I have a better like strength because I do play bass. I have a better strength with my middle finger, my pointer finger. Yeah, and so I have like a better like maybe that's where that comes from. I have drummer hands and you have bass, bass hands. hands. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah because. I always thought it had to do with like the shape or whatever, but you're it's so interesting that different people do have different, you know, optimal two fingers yeah. because of the bendiness. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I did that. And it was fun. I, mean, I really loved it. And Alexis was there too. And so we were laughing like as, as she was going to get nail colors and different things she needed, we were like chuckling and like, <laughs> <laughs> gotta yeah. make sure I'm not cutting anybody's butthole or vagina open with yeah. my fucking fake fingers or fake nails. But, it's been a weird experience because I've never had long nails before. Yeah. Like ever. I've always had super short, pragmatic nails and it has been one of the single most frustrating experiences. Yeah. Like that I've had in a long time, which I guess shows typing. Which I guess shows my privilege. <laughs> but well, like not really. I mean just but, not having nails. Is- yeah, but it's just like I mean, typing's fine. It fucks up my how I use my phone, but it's oh, just it's like fun, yeah. but it's like I didn't realize how often I use the tips of my fingers to grab things and to open things and to pull apart packages or to break open blunts. Yeah. Like I really oh, use yeah. the tips of my fingers a lot. And it's made me think a lot about like women traditionally and historically being seen as dainty. Right. 
And I, I was wondering, like, at what point did long nails get introduced as a fashion statement? Because, like, after for a while, it couldn't have been a thing, and then it suddenly had to have been. Because, yeah. like, because having long nails, I think, is pro- was probably at the time, you know, a sign of privilege because of you were able to grow your nails because you weren't you don't working. Have to work. Yeah, it's the same thing with the soft hands and everything like yeah, that. But yeah, but it's fucked up, like, because I can't do shit now. Yeah, like, it also it made you more dependent on men, which is yeah. kind of a weird, because women have been groomed over thousands of years to think that we should be trying to get the men you know it also like makes men feel important and useful and stuff and so and it's it like, also like oh i can grow my own blunt so i really need mm-hmm. a man in my life to you know <laughs> although i would like to have like a little boy slave not like an actual <laughs> little boy slave but a boy that was just calling little but like yeah. a little slave that just like you know it was my blunt roller you know i just yeah. keep him in a little gimp mask and like <laughs> the only thing that's open is his mouth so he can seal the blunts but then i zip it closed because he's not allowed to smoke them i'm surprised <laughs> i haven't seen people walking around in polite society with gimp masks on in this era you know it's like i get i mean there's gotta be some people especially in yeah. austin aren't should we be weird here like I mean, how come i'm not seeing any it a couple times have I've you seen, yeah i've seen a couple people doing some public kink well, shit that i wasn't involved with I mean, like during COVID specifically, because now oh, we not get, during COVID. I'm, I'm talking about specifically during COVID. Now that we're all wearing masks, I'm surprised I haven't seen any zipper. I have, or, I have seen like pictures online of like yeah. of like people going to like like uh, people who are into latex and shit, like yeah. going to like the grocery store in their full body latex <laughs> exactly. with like a gas mask on. Oh, now that like, we're all doing it, yeah, <laughs> I'll just come out in my pajamas. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I I think the long nails also it it makes you seem daintier because it changes how you hold your hands. Uh-huh. Like you, like I, my hands are, are always a little bit more poised now because I'm trying to keep my nails away from things. Yeah. It's like, as I move my hands, I keep my fingers a bit more straight and a bit more up and like loose as opposed to like normally they're just kind of God. flopping the, around the doing whatever. The whole thing is like an OCD nightmare for me. Obviously, because I have all kinds of gender issues, I guess, or that's how I interpret a lot of it around the fingernail stuff. But then I'm also like, oh, I cannot stand the feeling of stuff on my fingers that way. I couldn't stand if I had to like you know, hold my hands in a way I would be so constantly <laughs> conscious of that feeling that it would well, drive me insane. Here's the thing is I didn't think of myself that way, but I definitely am. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going back like in the next <laughs> couple of days to get them filed down. Trans manicurist, <laughs> you know, you're, you, you tried. I did. And now I, you're detransitioning from. Yeah. Long nails. It's just like, you know, it's not for, I love the way they look. It yeah. feels really cool. And mm-hmm. I love like clicking them like, mm. Oh, yeah, on uh, on like surfaces and things and you should and, do an asmr channel of uh, trans nail <laughs> just throwing it in for demographic interest like not even raindrops but tiny, tiny pebbles falling down um, near a waterfall yeah mm-hmm. but it's been fun to do that and the other thing it's been great for is sex i mean it's like Having like some properly claw-like nails. Oh, you want to scratch? Yeah. Oh, scratching is so much fun. See, if you I chew love... them just the right way, then you get some jagged edges that are real. <laughs> I really like those people... serrated nails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to scratch people, I have a variety. My fingers are like Swiss Army knives. Different textures we got going on here. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's been a fucking weird experience because I thought I was going to be fucking stoked about it, which I was. I am stoked about it. Like the color, it makes me feel really pretty. Uh Like even when I'm like, you know, fucking in my just extra large like sleep t-shirt or whatever, I look Uh down at my nails. I'm like, I'm cute. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe you could just do like two. What if you just do two fingers where they have the the manicure instead of only two, not only two where you do it. So you can kind of look down and be like, oh, a little lavender. No, I mean, I'm going to keep the, I'm going to keep the color. I'm just going to oh, okay. cut the length. Yeah. Are you still going to have fake ones? 
no, I don't need fake nails. If I yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just gonna. Oh, I mean, I I, te- I guess I technically did. The lady said I technically needed it because she couldn't do like this like dip nail, mm. which is what I got. Oh, um, is it the gel or whatever? Yeah, it's like you dip it in all these different powders and shit, and it's oh. like fucking yeah, it's like this is some weird chemical process. These these bitches are fucking concrete right now. Yeah, it is wild. Um, if and it, it it's like a fake nail that feels like my real ass nail. Like I can feel it all the way down through it. Interesting. Um. But I'm going to get her to file them down. I'm having to like touch the bases of my nails a lot right now. Like my brain <laughs> is like my mirror neurons are like fucking up my OCD. And I'm like, oh, everything's fine. My fingers are all. Yeah. We're doing manicures and pedicure. Or she's doing pedicure. I can't have people touch my feet. I don't like people touch my so feet. Yeah, I could only real... get a pedicure. I can't have people touch my fingers. I've got like, I've had too many sharp objects growing up getting pale to my feet that like the bottoms of my right. feet are just a, incredibly yeah. sensitive. Like. From nails to glass to giant so thorns to just... Because these things, I always thought, you know, were like definitely about gender where I can get a pedicure, but not a manicure. I... Um, I can, I'm happier wearing like, uh, uh, shorts marketed to women than I am tops. Like my tops yeah. are always going to be marketed to men in unisex. And so like, um... I always, you know, and I'm like, I have short hair, but I'm happy to have a pussy, whatever. So I've always kind of thought like, okay, I'm like, I have this gender centaur thing going on. You know, lower half can be more feminine, but I can't, you know what I mean? Like if I get a manicure, yeah. I feel like a transvestite. But I also, I think we, we, you and I have this interesting thing where you have certain issues where you like, you don't want your feet touched. I have certain issues where like, it's so cringy to me to even have my fingernails like touched or have yeah, anything on I them. I mean, I think, you know, I think like everything, gender tints it all. There's a right. tint of it but i think there's so much more going on constantly right right it's easy to use gender as an explanatory story because our brains will come up with a story or anything but a lot of times there's other stuff going on yeah so wild that like yeah to me like a pedicure i love getting a pedicure oh my god they touch your feet it feels so good i like the way it looks i like looking down and being like oh look at this cute color like a beach you know i'll get a beach color and i like wearing flip-flops and you know i like my feet so it's just like um i like them to look nice you know and but with my fingers i'm like oh god shoot me see that's that's so funny that you see it in that way and then it's kind of gendered in that way for you because for me i dudes getting pedicures i don't like or trust that seems uh-huh. weird i don't want a dude with cute yeah feet. if i imagine a, a dude getting a manicure that i love that i love a man with pretty hands yeah i mean i also love a man with really rough hands but i love a man with like some pretty manicured hands but if uh-huh. you have like pretty feet i'm like oh well i think men okay. should ha- it depends on the men because some, some I mean, men's need, feet are fine but some, trim the nails feet. yeah clean, i don't want it to be trimmed disgusting. and then some people's hair is really long and i don't like that so if, if, if it were me then i would prefer them to like trim them or whatever yeah um, and i'm all about like everyone just doing whatever with e- the body hair the head or body and body hair like everyone no matter man woman sex of what i, who, I don't care like just figure out what you like in terms of your toes in terms of your legs in terms of your genitals, in terms of your chest, your underarms, your arms, your head. Yeah, this is a Every create bit your of own it, character. It's a video create game. your own, and like different people look better with different stuff, or better, you know, better to them and the people that they might want to get with, with with better situation. Like, like I, you know, I can't remember if I've told you how much. Like now, I just trim all of the girls' hairs, like all over her body. So yeah, underarms. I, I knew you did that like for like a video once, but I didn't know that was just a thing. You, oh no, a responsibility it. you've taken over. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's like my it's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Because when I was a kid, when, like my dad would read Harry Potter to us as a family, 
And like my favorite thing to do was to pluck hairs with a tweezer while it was happening. I was just like, I couldn't be happier than to listen to my dad do all the voices of all the characters of Harry Potter as my family discussed and predicted what was going to happen while I plucked little hairs from my life, you know, but my mom hated it. And she like thought that it was gross and weird and whatever. And so she kind of shamed me for it. And I had a weird relationship with that. And now I love plugging hairs, but because like to me, it's like this OCD, this got to catch them all dream of like, what if I could sit here and just pluck every hair out and get to the point where before they started growing back, it was all like all completely, yeah. pl- you know what I mean? Like I just, anyway, but so now like, you know, the girl doesn't really like hair is getting plucked at all. Um, and so like, I just was like, okay, what if I trim them? Now it's this wonderful, like bonsai sort of thing. I have these tiny little clippers. <laughs> Talk about ASMR. We should put a microphone <laughs> to the <laughs> tiny little clipping sounds. And I just trim, yeah, like her underarms, her legs. Cause she, she used to like shave more like just in the summer. She would shave her legs and underarms sometimes. She's never really that fastidious about it. And then in the winter, she mostly would let it grow. Maybe she would shave here and there, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but so now she's kind of like, even during the summer, I just don't know if I just want to do those work, especially going from the winter where it's full leg hair to sure. If I want to do all this work to do that, just to let it grow and, to, you know, like have to go through that cycle of when it's at that weird length. And, and so I was just like, well, what if I just trim all your hair? So now I get to, do you know how much time I get to spend? She's like pretty, uh, hairful woman and so like i get to trim full hairy <laughs> i just don't like the word hairy it has like that like sounds like a dude's dude name thing. yeah that, exactly i don't hairful. like hairful hairful woman and her, <laughs> yeah, i don't hairful. like her suit either you know like her it's like sounds like hair suit which is like it sounds like a dumb word yeah um and so yeah she's kind of hairful and so and like all of her toes grow hair some of them in multiple spots but there's some cute tiny little like or just long you know like they're like oh, thick yeah. enough but and so her toes grow and her foot and she has like kind of a happy trail I would call it from like her ankle to her legs there's this tiny little trail of like four or five hairs or something <laughs> like going from and or maybe three I don't know but and then her leg and so like I just get to trim and then and then her upper thighs become like blonde or you know like much blonder yeah. or whatever as opposed to mine I have like a lot of darker hairs so I love her long I realize like I love her long hairs up at her thighs you know in my in my journey to like being into body hair being happy with body hair whatever um, and so then I was like okay and yeah and then she just has these and then I can trim the, I, I don't know like I have the best you have like time. A, it sounds like you're really getting to indulge this hair like this grooming fetish yes this little grooming I clip 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 yeah it's just so I love plucking clipping I've always loved stuff like that, like plucking and clipping yeah. kind of stuff. You I haven't know? seen you this excited about a thing in a long time. <laughs> so nice. And she, you know, she just like enjoys it. Now she doesn't have to shave or work or do whatever. You know, it's this whole like, it's really who, great who's going to sit there and, relationship. yeah, who's going to sit there and clip your own hair, especially you can't get to most of the angles. And I, I'm like, that's what I'm like. I think, I would I would hire myself out to people potentially to or you know <laughs> have some kind of symbiotic relationship with other people about clipping their hairs if they you know if anyone so wanted. But yeah, but it's I think a cool look. It is a cool look. I think you would probably have to be pretty selective about those people because yeah. it's oh, like yeah. ugh. That's why I said I would potentially be into it. Yeah, really, you're not hiring yourself out as much as like you're auditioning people to let you. Yeah, like if if I can be into <laughs> yeah. doing it, and we can see what kind of arrangement we might come to about because <laughs> it's still my time. Like it's you know yeah. it's a lot of time, but if we could it could be. Or I was thinking maybe do something where. um for my pod, my other podcast that like uh, we record while I clip their body hair. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I think that'd be tight. 
I, I mean, it was, it's an original idea. Exactly. It's so funny because everyone's doing this like ridiculous stuff. I think it's just, it's funny to like have a gimmick. Uh, I was on a, like a I, IG live comedy show type thing with this comic Hayden Crystal yesterday who is like outside of Denver, but she has horses and so she's like, I look, you want to start a podcast where I'm like, like riding on horses while interviewing p- comedians or whoever, you know, like, or having, you know, yeah. conversations with them. It's like, exactly. We should all, why shouldn't we all do something fun and different, yeah. you know, for, and probably anyway, it'll, cause not everybody I talk to on my podcast, am I going to want to trim their hair, but it's just sometimes <laughs> it's just funny to be like, Hey, uh, this was one of my hair trimming cool. podcasts. You want to <laughs> you wanna get your hair trimmed? <laughs> Yeah, you know, like not everybody's hair appeals to me though. It's like if it's too fine, that's no good. If it's too like if it's too coarse and thick or whatever, that mm. might not be good. You know what I mean? It's like it's going to be very it's particular kinds of hair that I want to grow. Which, that's interesting. Like, when I imagine myself doing this, I I kind of need it to be like a thick, coarse hair because yeah. I want to I want to have a I want to be able to nice see clip. each like stroke yeah. and like I like mowing things down. Exactly. Like that's why. I mean, like with my own body hair, like corn maze out of some people's leg hair. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's fun as fuck. Yeah. Like, I would love to get into that. Like, cause I, I shave, I shave my legs infrequently because like, thankfully my hair is like slowed down, like growing enough. That's like, it doesn't bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to have to like shave my legs like every other day. And now it's like, Oh, I can do it like once every week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shave my arms randomly. Um, but like my pubes, my favorite thing to do is to like, let it grow all the way out and then to have fun like over the next few days and like trim it down yes, dude. Dude. And, and like slowly work it back down like over like time like let uh-huh. it grow out a little bit and work keep but the goal being like we go from big to small over a few weeks but it's we like do different like styles tree. yeah you know, and then you let it grow back out and then you purposeful reshape yeah yeah and and that is my favorite i mean as much as i love trimming all of her little hairs it is my favorite thing to, to do genitals i mean of course there's a yes. lot of bonus you know kind of a lot of bonus, <laughs> a lot of bonus there but um it's they're the best hairs too you know we'll let it grow out pretty long and then i think we were watching that asperger's in love <laughs> document <laughs> series on, on netflix last time i was like trimming it was just like it, it's and then she has to trust me because i do like nick her every now and then it's you, it's almost impossible not sometimes because slip or you'll get caught on a hair for a second something like that and you're like mm, but we should probably need better scissors I was, well i think i need i think it's time to if i can't find a sharpening blade small enough for that and i probably should just get some new but you know what you know we're, we're very wasteful uh, a society and i should get a tiny sharpening blade and be very professional about my little scissors and not just be wasteful yeah. you know? speaking of body hair i finally hit a point with my underarm hair like because i've always thought underarm hair on women and on anybody really is kind of sexy mm-hmm. like i just i've got a thing for it mm-hmm. i'm not necessarily at the i want to huff your underarm point but yeah. like the word huff in that context is really <laughs> upsetting for me for my nervous system it's okay let me re- but, recalibrate okay <laughs> but i really i mean i really like people's scents and people's smells yeah. and i really but i really like people the underside of people's arm and i think yeah. like pictures of people with their arms up are really sexy like that long side up your arm yeah it's a good angle and like i never hated my underarm hair like pre-transition uh it wasn't like that big a thing i shape i even pre-transition i shave my underarms on and off like mm-hmm. um but like as all penis people should yeah but like 
at least trim. At least trim. Very like, test it out, by the way. Just see what you like. Or just don't, or sh- I say, shouldn't say should, but you shouldn't be, um, you, we shouldn't have some weird thing as a society where that's seen as abnormal or yeah. creepy or whatever. It's like, no, well, like, I try th- it out and I see what you like. like. I think you treat it like a yard where it's like, you can have a full, wild, lush yard yeah. that's like a natural landscape yard that's like really kind of like, you know, it's not a skimpy, like, well-manicured yeah. thing, but you still have to put a little bit of effort into trimming some of the sides every yeah. now and then, giving it a little bit of a shape. Yeah. Like, just letting it be this wild explosion, like, isn't, like, there's there does come a point where it's too much. Right. It's rare, but it's there. Right. But, like, um, I don't know. I finally am, like, once I transitioned and, like, started transitioning, like, socially, right, mm-hmm. I, like, uh, I shaved my underarms every fucking time every fucking day yeah. no hair because it was such a like boy thing right but i'm now at this point where i'm like growing like wear pink again or whatever blue again whatever yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> right mm-hmm. and like i'm like i can grow my underarm my hair thing. back out and like i really have enjoyed like having like a light underarm hair right like yeah. not just like the stubble like i like growing it out towards that like nice like eighth inch just like a little patch and like mm-hmm. it's like oh fuck like and it makes me feel sexy now. And it's like, oh. I'm, I'm like, fuck yes. I'm finally at a point. Well, where and I society can start- is also getting to a place, you know, our kind of yeah. culture. I mean, they were there though when I started like socially transitioning, you know, that was only four or five years ago and people well, I, are still. Well, yeah, but we continue to get more and more comfortable yes. with a range of expression from yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so it's just like, I'm getting to this area where I'm finally okay doing certain like masky boy things again and like having that be like a definitive yeah. part of my look because I feel like I'm now at a point to where it's like now you can be a feminist <laughs> yeah right it's no, like I've been pretty feminist version of but, a woman yeah but like you know for a while I just aesthetically visually was in such a place that like if anything was masky about me there was this like well, what's, what's going on here? Or yeah. is it's not, there wasn't like a, people didn't see me and read, oh, woman, right? Yeah. It was like a, uh, uh, which pretty sure, pretty yeah. sure we're here. Yeah. But like now You're I'm like, binary. yeah, but <laughs> yeah. now I can be like, no matter what I wear, people are like, ah, oh, woman, woman, but who, woman yeah. in this, yeah. right? It's been so nice. I've started wearing more band t-shirts again and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, what were we just talking about? uh hair hair oh yeah hair yeah so so exactly so like now when i trim the girl's underarms because for a while she was still even when i was trimming her legs she was still like shaving her underarm some and then we just got to kind of the point where i was like why don't we just like do this too instead of having some weird you shave we grow out for a few days then i trim and then when you you shave next time like what, some i don't know you know now it's like, like why don't we just trim this too <coughs> and for a second i was a little bit sad like oh it's kind of like seeing her like barren underarms can be nice sometimes same thing with her legs like it can be nice and it's like it's also something where it's like she'll probably do it at some point again in her life on occasion but i don't you know really like it's not something where i'm like really um finding i'm missing you know i'm just like oh this is nice and um yeah i win her I, I mean i like it to be fairly short you know like i like this there's a little bit of a range where i'm like okay and then we get it to this and i cut it back down fairly short again but not so short that she's getting like weird um kind of razor burn type you know uh if it's too short then it'll hurt her you know yeah um and so we kind of finding that and and it's sexy and especially when like she's fucking the shit out of me and whatever like there's something a little extra sometimes about like um, like, okay. So is it like, a, Oh, I helped make you this hot or I like, I've groomed you into this person. There's a hint of that. There's a hint of just like masculinity here. We have a long hair who's, you know, like 
there's all this femininity to the table. But then even though I know it's like bullshit, masculinity, femininity, whatever about the armpit hair, but just yeah. like this cultural, like her, like, you know, owning that. And um, I mean, it is, I mean, that's, but that's the thing though. It's like all that shit is bullshit and cultural, but it's like so deeply ingrained that it doesn't take away from the fun of like yeah. leaning using into it. it. Yeah. Or using but it. But also right? I think technically, I think probably in, in the, in the spectrum in of, of hormones and stuff, males are tending to be hairier in their underarms than females. You know, again, all ev- pretty much everybody has some, some arm underarm hair if they have any body yeah. hair at all, but there's still, you know, testosterone is going to be more yeah, hairy. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, so it's not like when we, this isn't just like a con- social construct. This is like a real thing. So it is a little bit more yeah, literally masculine. Like, yeah. yeah. But just like our like interpretation of as it. W- like, yeah. As well as all of the cultural, it's kind of like how we taste things with both our dorsolateral prefrontal cortex and our ventromedial prefrontal cortex. So I could be getting them mixed up but i think the dorsolateral one is like the one that maybe processes all of the like information that we know about the food and like like all the advertising whether we know it's healthy for you in various ways and then the ventromedial or again vice versa is one where it's like just tasting food based on fat sugar salt whatever yeah right and so but but they will work together and it's really hard to tease them apart. Yeah. So that's kind of how we experience like sex and gender stuff. The constructs as, you know, as with like the dorsolateral or again, vice versa part versus um, all the kind of evolutionary stuff that's really like. Eh, kind you know. of. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would say that wholly like uh, uh, sex and gender stuff on the whole. But in this one instance, like I would say for sure. Right. Where you're yeah. you're engaging simultaneously with like all the things you know about like right. this like underarm hair and right. then like all of the things that you're just like experiencing sensorially about it. Right. right. And like where your well, brain that's naturally what I mean. goes. There yeah. are times there are little there are times like that when it really is kind of like, oh yeah, this is like taste in that way. Yeah. You know? And so um but yeah, so she'll like fuck me a while usually with her hair down at first, which is like, you know, just the most beautiful thing in the world. And then <laughs> and then at some point she's just like, it's time to put her hair up <laughs> with a yeah. little thing. And oh, now, we're hair up to work now. Hair up into warrior mode. No, I mean it's like, you know, I think of it as like Amazon mode versus warrior mode. They're all war, but you know, I don't know. I just, my little conceptions. And then so, but so she's putting her arms up and you're seeing that, like you say, that line of arm and underarm. And then there's like some hair there and she's putting her, yeah, getting to work. And it's like, yeah. So it's all part of this. That's one of my favorite parts of fucking, uh, is like when I'm going from, hair down to hair up because I do a lot of times like intentionally start with my hair down Mm -hmm. so I can have a moment where I like stop and pull it up because it's one it's fun to have Mm -hmm. like a natural break sometimes right but two it's like yeah, it, give it, my pussy a break. For a but it, yeah, oh but it God. shifts the mode where it's just like you know, like ooh, hair down mode. Oh yeah, hair uh-huh. down, and it's like hold on, I need to pull my hair back. Things are about to get yeah. a little more intense or like a little more uh-huh. active. And it's like give me just a second, and yeah, and then <laughs> and then you look good, and your tits look amazing when you pull your hair up, and you're like, now we're fucking getting to business. Yeah, and her tits do look amazing. Uh, yeah, we were, <laughs> so we were, <laughs> we were having our sex day the other day, you know, and, uh, it was, you know, we were sex day. Well, cause I'm very like organized, you know, r- routine is very, I, you know, I'm, I, I need routine and we've been like kind of working out some, 
some schedule stuff. Like, I don't know. We're, we're checking out. I think it kind of probably works for us. I don't, you know, it doesn't for a lot of people, but just for where we're at right now with our various psychosexual situations <laughs> that we're bringing to the table and everything else in yeah, our lives. Yeah. It just really does seem to be like a good idea for us. Yeah. Um, and That's so, great. yeah. And so, but anyway, so during our, our, and it's just like, because she's a night person and I'm a morning person. So our energy levels were like, we have to meet in the afternoon and afternoon spontaneous sex is something you it's do. It's hard kind to of, schedule. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's hard to do if you don't schedule you know like oh, yeah, you yeah, to, yeah that's what i meant yeah um and so yeah so we're like all right monday afternoons you know sorry for our roommate who i sleeps into two because <laughs> uh can have some interesting dreams for the last couple of hours but um you know and it's also like you know women take longer to warm up i mean even i i even think of myself as like not needing as much time to warm up. I can get into it, but it definitely feels better once my I'm, you know, opened up, you know, 20 minutes-ish in, it really starts to become where you can really get going. And so it's like, not only do we need to do it in the afternoon, we need a lot of time. If we're going to have sex like that, if we're going to have like penetrative sex, like really go there, it's much better to just do it for two hours. You know, we can do a little stuff where like I'm using her leg or a vi- we're doing vibrator or like sucking out your boobs and making out for a little, you know, here and there. But it's like, it's really nice to have like two hours to really open that pussy up. You See, know what I mean? like, uh, okay, so I think we're doing kind of a similar thing, but like from different ends. So like, uh-huh. well, I don't know. I, to me, it just sounds like people who have like two different ideas or two different lifestyles about like health and dieting. So like you're doing like <laughs> intermittent fasting, right? And yeah, then you, yeah. It's and you the just, barbell plan. Of- yeah, and then you just go and like during that one time, like, oh, I can fucking eat, but I'm going to yeah. do it for like two hours and yes. really carve up right on this pussy. And then... But, like, what we do is, like, we do, like, the, oh, you should actually graze, just do snacks. So, like, and, and like, so, like, it's not about, like, ooh, let's all come right now. But it's, like, hey, I'm going to suck your dick for the next five minutes. And then just, like, we're going to go on with our day. Or, like, oh, we're going to have, like, this, like, we're just, like, little moments throughout the day and the week. And, like, yeah. But instead of like what that does though is that kind of makes it to where you're always turned on, and so like yeah, it doesn't. There doesn't have to be as much warm up because you're still a little fresh from the one just beforehand, right? And 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 for me, I'm also just like hormonally sexual peak of my life where I'm all I'm almost always turned on uh, anyway. <laughs> like I don't need I'm and and I kind of keep myself that way too because I will stoke the fire a little bit by indulging in the thoughts of the girl's boobs or something, you know, like throughout yeah. the day, I'm like every now and then I'm just like, you know, something will, something will be brought up and I'm just like, Oh yeah. Fuck <laughs> um, or I'll just think about memories of the last time we had sex, you know, or something wouldn't hit any of the, you know, so, um, but she's first of all, not quite at the age where she's entered her sexual peak hormonally. Um, and so there's that part of it. And also, you know, there are some, you know, psychosexual issues that make sexuality like a, a, a more trepidatious, uh, yeah. adventure for her and so um you know we're, we're dealing with all kinds of factors in that but also i mean just just pussies like you get there you know eventually once you you know after you warming up whether it's warming up for 20 minutes and making out and really teasing someone and then penetrating or even because for me you can just start fucking me right away and i love that you know version <laughs> like you yeah let's my foreplay is that you're fucking me for 20 minutes and, and then we're gonna fuck me harder for 20 minutes yeah. later um that's that works for me too you know but um so yeah so like having these 
two hours to really, it just, yeah, it, it is like the barbell kind of thing or like intermittent fasting versus grazing and different things work for different people at different times. But like, because I mean, people so saying, many, I love yeah. it. <laughs> and so many people have kind of like denigrated like the concept of scheduling sex. Or like, I feel like I had a hesitation to try it because oh. there's some stigma against that or like whenever I'm like, it's not like, you know, you don't even have to commit to like, this is how it's always going to be. It's yeah. just like right now, given our schedules, given our different things going on. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know how earlier we were like, that's some straight people shit when we were talking right. about the mayor. I think scheduling sex and like the kind of like hesitancy to do that is some like non kinky people shit. Cause yeah. it's like, if you're kinky and you're into kinks and fetishes, uh, that kind of thing isn't something that you just kind of like hop into at any point in time. Like, scheduling is an inherently like a built-in part of it and so you learn how to schedule like sexual events and see pretty quickly that the scheduling of it actually can help enhance that moment exactly i love it It it's you know we get to tease each other like (laughs) about uh you know that oh tomorrow afternoon you know and then um and then it's also like we just get all of this oxytocin. Um, I am, I'm a, and we, we're constantly oxytocining each other. Talk about grazing. I mean, you know, you can't get her and I to, <laughs> to stop <laughs> being interlocked, you know? Um, but, but there's an enormous amount of oxytocin bath with that. And then also like I, um, uh, I'm a touch tell. Right. Mm-hmm. And so having this like, concentrated it's almost like you know when someone takes like uh, hormones every friday or something you know what i mean and you have that like where you get it and then the, for the rest of the week you kind of are taping down and then and then it makes you know i love wanting so i love delayed gratification right i love wanting something i can have so then we can kind of build in this thing of like oh now it's forbidden mm-hmm. on these days where it's not you know monday afternoon now yeah. it's something we can't have so i get to want that i, I like the Is wanting it something so much. you can't have like or yeah, yeah we're, we we basically you know like our are having it be that way almost like we're role-playing being mormon teenagers or something like that yeah. the rest of the week okay um so that then it becomes like that there's like you know because i'm gonna always want a little storyline and why yeah. you know why not put a storyline well, there yeah, why not i, mean, I that's like wanting amazing. i like wanting something i can have and then getting it and so this whole cycle of wanting something you can't have and then getting it and then uh, for the rest of the time for the rest of the week instead of us getting into a weird pattern where she's wondering if I'm going to want to try to have sex and I'm wondering if she might, you know, like all that kind of like, or oh, what are we going to do? And like yeah. now when we're making out or touching or watching movies, like that there's like a understanding of like, Oh no, we can't have that. So if anything, you know, we'll just enjoy like the sexual tension of being a couple of girls in bed watching a movie. You know? Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, wow. I love that. I really do love that. We, we've had, we had a conversation similar to that. Uh, or surrounding that kind of like anxiousness recently. Cause mm-hmm. like for me, I love, like I said, I love grazing. I love just kind of making out and like cuddling and like kind of like having quick, like, Ooh, let's like touch each other and fondle each other moments. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't necessarily want to have sex. Right. right. And like the anxiousness of if that is going to lead to sex yes. kills the moment right. and makes it to where I can't enjoy that. And yeah, we just talked about that, about how like, you know, it, it worries me and like, you know, uh, th- we both, you know, we talk about our feelings a lot. And so we both like express like, yeah, like, no, just because we're making out isn't going to mean that we're having sex. And like, you so, know, yeah, if you can, and there's no an expectation of that and that we will just trust that there's no expectation of that. And that like, you know, as always, like 
not wanting to like have sex is like not a problem. Right. right of course. But then sometimes you're still wondering if the other person is going there because now yeah. you're making out is heating up and you're like, is this just now more of a fun heat up or is the other person kind of want, you know what I mean? And so I think if you I don't codify, I don't know if that's really the best word for this, but it into something where you're like, okay, Tuesdays are second base Tuesdays, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know? for us, what we've gotten good at is like, is the ease out where it's like yeah. we, we let ourselves like kind of naturally build up to a moment. And then whenever somebody is feeling that that's the moment that they're kind of done is like being able to ease out of it and like easing out together and just kind yeah. of like, I don't know, just kind of knowing those peaks and valleys. Right. Yeah. And, and then, like, but I feel like knowing to the ease out time might be easier to find than like, Oh, we're really doing this time. No, I mean, but at, for us, what it's done, it's like, it's relaxed the anxiety surrounding you know, sex in general, right? Uh-huh. Or at least for I say for us, for me, it has, right? Because uh-huh. like, I once I know I can, like, not I can. I, there's no expectation in that we can kind of just fool around without fucking pretty readily. It mm-hmm. it like allows me to feel more free to fuck. Yeah, because then I'm not like I'm. I don't know. It just it's <laughs> it just kind of leveled everything out in my mind mm-hmm. when it happened. Like. Now that I'm not having to like worry about like oh do, am I gonna is she gonna want me to like fuck her fuck her if I like slip up behind her in the kitchen and like uh-huh. kiss her neck right and like kind of like thrust into her back a little uh-huh. bit you know I now that so I'm are not, you wor- usually now that I'm not worrying about that like it's like I want to fuck her more yeah right because then I then I feel more in control of like of like my sexual life right whereas yeah. before I was like controlled by my presupposition of the expectation that I would have sex as opposed to now. Sorry, I'm talking kind of slowly in in circles because I'm just now thinking through all this. Um, (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. I do have to pee so badly, but let's let's try to finish this. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but but now that I'm, that's not there and that's not the controlling factor, I feel more able to initiate sex, right? Yeah. What were you going to ask? Am I usually what? Oh, I was just wondering if you are, I don't know, if either or you are usually the initiator when you are like... Pretty back and forth. We're yeah. both horny bitches. And yeah. so like, I, I mean like teasing and bantering and like is like a built-in part of our relationship in our day-to-day. Yeah. So like it's really, yeah, yeah. flip of the coin. Okay. Cool, cool. Just curious. I got to pee. So okay. <laughs> Have we done anything about just like famous people? Maybe wanting to have oh, sex with celebrities. We haven't. Just like not notches on your belt. No, we haven't talked about that. We haven't talked about like I mean I'm, we've talked about celebrity a little bit, but like I think that's a good fetish. Oh, you could be a celebrity top or bottom in a certain sense, right? Well, you just want to fuck a celebrity. You're just really into celebrities. I mean, there's a. I mean, growing up, like you know, and surfing all the weird forums on the internet and different parts of the internet. There's like you know the whole like celebrity like nude leaked photo thing and like people who have things for certain celebrities and will compile like every time uh, somebody has like appeared on the red carpet where there's an outline of a nipple or like a shirt that has like a nipple shown through it or a side boob or like a thing or they'll take pictures and they'll like fuck with the uh you know, if it's a real sheer shirt, they'll fuck with, edit the photo to where like you can see through the shirt more through like color editing, color yeah. correction, right? Like, there's wow. p- there are people who are like really, I mean, it's absurdly invasive and like that's, yeah, that wrong. Yeah, like a gross violation it's, it's, of privacy. Yeah, I mean, it it is wrong. 
the especially the leaked photo Seems stuff. Like the wrong thing to do with your life, yeah. The leaked photo stuff is just like straight up like unacceptable. But it's disgusting. Yeah. I, on the other hand, I do have this thing where it's Rape-ish. just like, well, I mean, if you're out wearing a shirt where like you know people can see your nipples, yeah. like technically you are That's, in the public domain. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's certain situations where it's but like, but it does this feel, just the news. <laughs> yeah, it does feel. Oh, but it where it gets fucked up for me is like the TMZ photos where it's Ugh. just like, dude. She's just trying to go get a fucking carton of milk and like some blunts from the well, store. Why does you know, anybody like, give money to these things? Do not vote for this with your dollars. But people. it's like those types of photos that like you clicks. see in there, where it's like people are just like following celebrities around to get pictures of them. That it gets a little stalkery, right? Yeah, it's disgusting. It's but horrible. I mean, but but I mean, at other at other it's times salty. it does make sense where it's just like, you know just like people have favorite porn stars and people have yeah. crushes like there are some people who are just in the public eye so much who are fucking hot that you want to jerk yeah. off to them yeah and i think that so i think it's an interesting thing too to think about I, again i don't know if which one even is the top or the bottom but um to to want to be a celebrity so that people will be sexually excited by the idea of you so that you're mm-hmm. hoping you can't wait until they take pictures of the, your side boob you're doing it on purpose maybe because you want to be like objectified or, or whatever you know you want to be like yeah. jerked off to the you know, others i'm sure there are people who like when you're thinking about being famous that's part of it um you know you're like mm, and then like all these people are gonna and i could i can fuck people because they don't want to fuck me because i'm a celebrity so it's not like you need the fans who want to fuck celebrities if you're that celebrity who's like yeah again and which one they is the that. which one is the top and which one's the bottom? Which one, which hanky I side? Th- I don't think it's a top and bottom <laughs> thing, right? I don't yeah. think everything's you know splittable. Yeah, into that. but it's just this like other side of the coin of yeah, people who want to fuck celebrities and celebrities who want people to want to fuck them. I mean, just from like I can't imagine what that feeling is like. We, one because I don't want to be a celebrity. That's well, incredible. Like that's incredibly uncomfortable. Heart your your sexy pictures on. I know, but that's the other thing. It's like I do know the validation that right. feels, and I do know like you know this podcast is by no means super popular. Like we have a good listenership, right? Mm-hmm. But like it's not like a I'm a celebrity from it. But there are people that have listened to this podcast yeah. that have definitely tried to, and some have succeeded in yeah. fucking me, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I do kind of know what it feels like to a small degree to like have like somebody who knows you for a thing want to fuck you and like have that have the thing of your being known be a part of that relationship. Right. You know, and if I think about that being like millions of people know who I am. Mm -hmm. I can't fathom that. Yeah, it's really hard to. uh, Yeah. You know. Which is one of the reasons I don't want to be a celebrity. Yeah. I don't want to have to fathom that. I don't. As much as I want millions of people to want to fuck me, I think I don't need to know that. I'm I think s- I know that yeah. millions of people would fuck me. Would fuck me. Yeah, I know. The, I know you would. Um, but I also <laughs> feel like even if even if millions of people did know about me and want to fuck me, I still I think I wouldn't fathom it anyway. So it's like. You know, it's an interesting thing where I'm like, yeah, I don't know what that would feel like. But I just know attendant with that would be a lot of people who also hate you. You know, that's more my, I don't care. Anyone who wants to masturbate about me, that sounds good. I'd prefer you not come on my face, but whatever, you know. But if uh, a bunch of people like are constantly tweeting at me or emailing me to tell me they don't like me, I mean, you know what I mean? And And if you have millions of people wanting to jerk off to you, you definitely have thousands of people who hate you want to yeah so i just that yeah 
but it's not worth the hot sexy. But I definitely get having celebrities you want to jerk off to. I can't tell you. I mean, like I have spent so much time like looking up nude scenes from different movies of like actresses that I think are hot. Yeah. You know, and just like jerking off to stills from like those movies. It's like it's a you know. It's great because you I do feel like, like you have a sort of a relationship to them in some way. Like you feel like you know who they are. Like that's the thing about celebrity is that it's not just they're not just a famous actress. Yeah. It's like you kind of have an idea of their life and who they are and like what they do and what they're like. And so you have this kind of built in relationship, right? I'm trying to think of like I've ever like any women celebrities I've ever, you know, jerked off to. And can name so many. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could, but okay, because you know it's like different from when I would masturbate about things, like with um, Princess Leia and, and with with the Jabba the Hutt situation yeah. and the slave the slave situation. There was what I was masturbating to, but it was a story. Like I'm not really putting myself in it with her. Um, and then, but I think Angelina Jolie, I'm had to have fantasized specifically about getting with Angelina Jolie. Yeah, but like maybe oh, Kira Knightley. Ellen Page, I've gotten off to Ellen, Ellen Page. Page. So I might have thought, okay, I might have thought about Ellen Page for sure because she she also looks so much like Natalie Katie. Portman. Natalie love Portman. Me Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. If anybody, yeah, there's probably only like seven. But, but yeah. here's the thing: is mostly I'm into like women celebrities because you can't. There aren't movies with hot dudes that are hard in them. No. It's always just like it's it, like the the way men are sexualized in movies doesn't lend looking up sexy movie scenes to like me masturbating yeah. to them. So like this is fucking if I'm not the type of dude like I like you I think you as a dude are super sexy and I'm into yeah. you but like I'm not gonna jerk off to you in this movie. You know, I think that if it's men, it's just more like maybe you need some picture of a dude just to, you might be completely changing his personality too. Or yeah, you swapping just need, some, I need like, a, I need a big picture. Yeah. Just some kind of picture of a dude. The rest of it is, you know, you're just a. That's you one know. thing we need more of to help us get more into like celebrities is we need more pictures of like celebrity men's dicks and movies. Like we just need more dick in movies, I think, uh -huh. personally. Hard but, dick, obviously, not limp. Yeah. I mean, even limp. I mean, there's just very little limp dick that's ever done like casually and sexually. It's always a joke or like yeah, a very I see it purposeful thing. But, but I watch, you know, artsy shit or whatever. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like in normal ass movies, like how like there's always that there's that kind of like stereotypical HBO porn shit. Yeah. Like that's in R-rated movies, right? Where it's just like different shots of boobs from the sides. Like just show, just show the dude's dick. Yeah. Just show the dick once. Yeah. You know? We are making a whole thing of it. Show a hard dick once. I mean, I'm sure it has something to do with the ratings where like if you see a erect dick, it's instantly an X or yeah. some Although fucking dumb Although Six Feet bullshit. Under in 1999, in episode like three, shows a hard dick for a second, but it's the guy's dead. So it's rigor mortis <laughs> instead of a boner. So they got away with it. Dude, Six Feet Under is so trailblazing. I need to watch that show. Have you still not? No. Well, the girl and I just started, so we're on yeah, episode three or four. So this is probably okay, my fourth makes, time around watching the first season. I was wondering, like, damn, you called that oh, out. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Six I'm Feet not, Under, episode three. It's there's not like some Asperger's yeah. directory I have. I was like, I knew you were a fan, we but I didn't know that it last that night. Deep. That was last <laughs> night. Yes. So, no. I have seen the first season a few times, but... Um, but I'm very excited to watch the other seasons again. It's interesting. I'm definitely always bringing new things to the table. It's it's like a classic work of literature. You know, you should read it a few times in your lifetime. Yeah. And you celebrities, <laughs> fucking yeah. Oh yeah, celebrity. Oh yeah, we're doing uh, <laughs> fetish of the week. Um, yeah. So so I I think I could probably 
I mean, cap it at seven, the celebrities. And I haven't done it in years. I think it's a thing that is definitely, I mean, it, it's a, it's obviously a fetish that like so many people entertain without knowing that they're entertaining a fetish. Like yeah. so many people are obsessed with different celebrities yeah. and like get really a pleasure a from falling that they have a fetishistic relationship with it. Yeah. Cause it's like not natural or evolutionary. I mean, I, I mean, don't mean that in a judgmental way, but just think about like, we didn't have celebrities back when we were evolving. So like this new kind of weird kinky thing to be like some of the little, our cousin apes are, are we all know and we picked them cause they're the hottest or whatever. Yeah. And so like now we all have this weird relationship to, the hottest little monkeys amongst us yeah it's wild (laughs) (laughs) the spectacle of celebrities enthralling you know and like i think the place that it takes an interesting turn is when it becomes like uh intense sexual fetish right where it's just like no my favorite thing is celebrities like you could really pursue you know dating and fucking celebrities or you like i mean that's when it can be cute and then the next level is like stalkery shit where it's just like i want to wear your skin i love everything about you yeah do you ever watch Misery? No. With Kathy Bates and Mm-mm. um it's that Stephen King novel there in Maine and yeah, he's like this famous author that she loves, but that she wants him to stay. Oh with yes, her. yes, 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 yes. And she like busts his knees. Yeah, I have watched this long, long ago. That's just, she got a celebrity finish, you know, that's yeah. kinky ass shit right there. Kidnaps and mm. dates. Uh, it's only if only he weren't uh, you know, if only he had been a bottom of okay, that. Okay, so that's so I said I didn't want to be a celebrity earlier, but like the idea of being a celebrity and somebody kidnapping me—that's mm-hmm. kind of hot. If they that's don't, really if hot. they're not really gonna like actually rape me or like do or like hurt me or whatever, but they just really wanted to like kidnap me for my time and attention, and then maybe and if they are, are hot, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. If we, I can mean, be, I it, would like to be used sexually. That's kind of key. If they're attractive, I would just stipulate for my. Favorite fantasy yeah <laughs> you need, i need you to like be self-aware ask your friends as per usual with me attractiveness is not an issue yeah of course <laughs> but if any hot people no, if any hot women you know want to kidnap me you know i don't know we could figure something out <laughs> i don't know man it's weird i i think about all the time especially now that i'm like doing more and more selling more and more nudes and like leaning more into that to make money uh, about like if for some reason I ever do become famous, um, it's like oh man, lucky y'all. You don't even have to Ground worry floor. or wait for like somebody to hack my phone to get my nudes. Like yeah, there are right already there. plenty of them out there on the internet. Well, that's kind of how I feel about pri- I saw, you know, somebody fifteen years <laughs> ago or whatever that privacy was going to be taken from us. Almost no matter, unless you really opt out of society completely, privacy is going to be taken from us no matter what we do or how we vote or whatever. Or we can try, but like, what are the, what, what are, how are we going to really fight this? The technology is the technology. You can only do so much with all your time and energy. And so it's like, you have to kind of get to a place where you're kind of flooding so that you're like, what are you going to dig through all of this shit? Like, good luck. You'll get, you know, it's who cares? Yeah. You know, or find it. And here it is. Well, so in my, in my head, ta-da. I'm like, I think everybody should just post nude pictures of themselves anyways, because it's like, who gives a fuck? Like it shouldn't be a thing that we worry about. What? Oh, you'll see in a minute. Oh, Alyssa's here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to help you not have to edit it out, but no, it's fine. Hey, Alexis. Although have okay. we, so yeah, do we, what else do we need to say? I don't about know. I celebrity? was just saying that like, it would you be know. Fun. I do. I mean, I would love to have people like 
masturbate about me and like tell me that they masturbate about me. But I already have that. I mean, it's know? happened a few times, but I'm saying like, you know, for like that's the more the often the better is what my point, you know, like, like between, between like OnlyFans and like my just general online yeah. shenanigans, I know thousands of people are masturbating to me all the time. Thank you. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> Anywho, um, celebrities, yeah, yeah, a pretty, no. a pretty obvious fetish. One yeah. that one that I think is simultaneously healthy and okay, and very unhealthy, and like needs to you be can definitely go kept to, in check. Yeah, keep it in check because you don't want to be that that guy, that stalkery type of thing. That's not good. Um, or just like it's not good if like too much of your personality in life is loving a person like a celebrity you'll yeah. never come in contact with I like guess- if you're like like I love Star Wars and people will be like oh yeah Ava loves Star Wars but like Star Wars isn't my fetish towards just like that's the thing they know about me like if you're yeah. like oh yeah you know Oh, she's a big Antonio Banderas fan. That's really her kind of personality that she <laughs> loves Antonio one. Banderas. I was just picking a hot guy that I wanted <laughs> yeah, to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would, oh, Antonio he's, Banderas he's is not. daddy. I'm he sure just, the girl and I would discuss it if there was like an Antonio Banderas thing on the table. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I'm trying to think about like who right now, if I were going to like think, ooh, who, what a celebrity who I would like to sleep with. And the first person that came to mind was Kate McKinnon. It's <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, I, I kind of want, I mean, I, here's the thing. I'm into everybody. So I kind of want to fuck all the celebrities. Yeah. Like, you know, Amy Poehler, let's do it. Chris Pratt, I would have sex go. with Amy Poehler for sure. You know? Yeah. Even Chris Pratt. That's probably because the girl and I, you know, Nick we love Offerman, him so much. Daddy from, me. I'm just naming the cast. Yeah. Of Parks you're and right. Rec right <laughs> mostly it's just like, I love, yeah. Parks and Rec is, but you know, it's not as like, easy. I'm sorry though. I just would not have sex with him. What's that? Cool, what's that chick who has the dry sense of humor? Um, I mean, in the show, it's April Ludgate. April, Fuck, I'm yeah. spacing on her name, right? Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah, that would be so. You know, wild. Matthew McConaughey. Sex with Aubrey Plaza. See what Aubrey Plaza is like in bed. Like that would be. I would love to fuck. That's but that's what I'm saying. Is like I I I understand the cult of and fetish of yeah. celebrity, right? Because I get into it and I do have celebrities that I like. It's just not like uh-huh. an active fetish of yeah. mine where like an s- active sexual fetish where I'm like, yeah, it doesn't occur to me to really to think it. about celebrities, but I much. am getting off to ideas of fucking them when I'm watching the show. Cause I am like, Oh, oh you hot. think about that's funny. Well, I'm not thinking about it, but I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm very Enjoying. queer. I'm into everybody. So just watching oh, right. the show is like just getting to watch a bunch of like attractive people. Yeah. Whereas it's like pretty rare for me that I'm like, Oh, this girl is really, you know, yeah, but uh, when it happens, I, you know, I also just sometimes women are like distractingly gorgeous. Yeah, it's like so, I'm trying to get into this plot, and I just am like, I'm in love with you. Can you make them a little? Can you make uglier? Can you so can make babies with everyone? Flood <laughs> oh. the genes with yours? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, so celebrities. But I just I'm underwhelmed by a lot of our celebrities. I just don't feel like we're doing the best job picking a lot of the best ones. Some some great ones are in there, but we could do better than some of these. And so I'm just not motivated, you know, or, or maybe it's just that, that celebrity culture is flooded. There are too many people who are kind of famous and I don't even, I mean, I, I didn't even know what AOC looked like until about a week ago. And now I'm like, okay, she what? is cuter than... You didn't know what she looked like? No, I just never really watched her. Oh my her. God. I watched a little minute at the DNC finally and that was like, Ugh. she is cuter than I thought she was going to be. Yeah, so. AOC is banging. Yeah, she is hot. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. That's she's just kind of I mean, it's boring like, hot to me a little bit though. What she's done is already amazing. The fact that she's also hot is just like, oh, 
hell like like we were talking about this earth like a while back um we're like you know it's it's about time that we have like some attractive representation yeah uh, you know what attractive people need to be represented so <laughs> well i'm just saying like you know it's like it doesn't hurt to like be yeah. hot and like no, pursue it helps politics you to, it helps you to succeed in politics so we do need more attractive people to like bother to go into it yeah yeah attract people with good hearts okay <laughs> jesus all right okay celebrities a plus <laughs> this has been another npr production out of safe space studios we're broadcasting on 66.6 fm that's kfux peace Ciao. this has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast <laughs>